everyone, and welcome back to the World Explorer Podcast. This is the podcast where every week we take a random prompt and build an entire world around it. My name is Casey, and I'm joined with Isaac. Hello there! So today we are world building a world that's been plagued by war. Uh, again, one where the people of this world in desperation and determination to survive, stay alive, have transferred their souls from their bodies into potentially either objects or other living creatures to carry with them. Meanwhile, they're, they can still maneuver around their bodies. They still guide their uh, bodies around, but they cannot be killed. So can they be like injured and can they have legs and limbs chopped off and yes. they just sew themselves back together or... Could the they sewing, just be a head that's just bouncing around? This, that's uh, something that we need to world build. Because like, losing limbs, I say yes. Can they sew themselves back together? Are they heads bouncing around? I don't know. Because the idea for this world is that these people are trying to uh, not die so they can continue fighting. And so they've transferred the, their souls, which would be the one thing that actually makes them alive into some other object or creature, but they still, you know, navigate using their original bodies. So uh, can so they do like body transfers so they can jump between people's bodies or is this, they're still stuck with their only body. And once that body's gone, you just have a trapped soul until someone can fix up your body. I was wondering about that. So you suggested they could be trapped into animals or in objects. So is it like playing a video game in the sense that they're in this object and they can feel their presence there, but there's a screen and they're controlling the body outside of it? I was thinking about that, and I thought that you can get a couple in uh, interesting scenarios from this. One that I was thinking about was they, it was you have a situation where they have transferred their soul, basically the one thing that keeps them alive, into another object but then they hide it away somewhere or they put it in a creature to run off somewhere. Um, put it in a, like say a Falcon and say, okay, fly to this distant land. And, and uh, this way they, they um, are separated from it so that they stay safe. But if somebody were to go and catch that Falcon or dig up the chest that has their soul in it, the person may not be there to protect it. Mm. In which case, uh, I think you could get an interesting story where someone might be racing to go and, uh, for lack of a better phrase, save his soul uh, <laughs> from whoever is trying to get to it first. So, you haven't watched Harry Potter. Oh, no. But that is the entire plot of the last book, is trying to destroy the souls hidden in objects of the uh, Dark Lord. And he's trying to race them to it? Uh, and... No, he's trying to stop, just stop them. He knows where all of his souls are, so he's just trying to stop them. Okay. Uh, how many times have we made things similar or related to Harry Potter without me ever seeing it? A lot. How many 
if those have been my ideas versus your ideas. Most of them have been yours because I tend not to steal from the things that I've already read. But we do that all the time. We just come up with things and then we're told by the other person, oh, by the way, it's like the show or TV thing. Yeah, that I've just recently we came up with the plot for Trolls. I still can't believe that's the plot for Trolls. Yep, that, <laughs> that's the plot for Trolls. Just Trolls is a lot brighter colored than what we came up with. Yeah, but back to the actual podcast. This is. It's still interesting because this is a whole society doing it versus one person. So in Harry Potter, it's this dark, evil spell that kind of corrupts you to do it. You're not supposed to do it, and it weakens your souls. Well, this one, it's your entire soul being put inside of it, which I think is definitely different. You can't break it up into multiple pieces. Your entire soul gets committed to one object just so it's safe away from your body, which again, though, has brings back that question. Do you have a new can you put it in a new body? Or can you take over an animal and put your soul into that and have complete control over that? Can you give up your body for a different one when that body be- can't be used anymore? I think it mostly depends on what type of story we want to create. Because if because you could have what we were talking about before, where it's like a race to, to uh, your soul to go and protect it from someone who's trying to destroy it. Uh, or you could have it be someone finds it and it turns out it's tethered to a tiger that this person can then control and fight back with. Mm. It's just a matter of which do you want? Do you want the surprise final defense or do you want the race to uh, defend it? No, what what I'm more worried about is whether or not, I guess you separating yourself from your body is just actually giving them two targets they can kill. So like you either kill the body and then suddenly the soul's trapped and whatever, or you kill the soul and the body just becomes useless. So in, it, this doesn't seem very useful currently, unless the soul can be indeed transferred into another body or connect itself to something else that it can use that's living. Otherwise, you've just, you've just created two targets someone can go into and you've made yourself weaker, not stronger. I think it depends on how you're killing the opponent. So for example, if you were to drop a bomb on the body that would make you weaker but if we're working in medieval times where they don't have uh the giant uh, atomic bombs or anything and you're more likely to die by a sword and you were to get stabbed you can just keep on walking but uh the only way that you could really be taken out at that point is if somebody just chops off all your limbs smashes in your skull with a hammer just does a lot to you that's the only way that they could really uh take out your body which makes me think that there almost needs to be a regenerative process with the body like if pieces can grow back and you can have your person back as long as your soul is not attached to it or again that it can attach to a different soul otherwise people are just gonna you know dump lava on the soldiers or something or just burn the whole place to make sure they don't come back like there's it's once again, it just seems like you're making two targets when yeah. you were before just one. And we're already working in a world that clearly has a magic system established, so they may have some sort of magical method exactly. of destroying the body. Exactly. So, so in that either case, I would say it, has... it would be a creature okay. that you could attach it to. And, this, and then if your body dies, your soul is then transferred to a creature. And I think that there could be a dark spell or something you can do to retransfer yourself into another body. Maybe it has to be a willing body, so you have to go find a servant who's willing to sacrifice die pretty much so that way you can have their body or you could do it forcefully through dark magic too you know you could have a fun instance where it's uh two souls inhabiting the same body like ruby 
like Ruby, except maybe in this instance it wouldn't be slowly killing the other soul or consuming the other be. soul. could be. It depends how dark it is. Yeah, but that would be stealing from Ruby. Not No, I think that's just a concept with so many layers and ideas and such great character development that I think it can still be original enough despite the fact that clearly we were inspired by Ruby by thinking about it, but it's not... It's not, especially Ruby, that's a person who, there's that forceful element for this, while this would be a villain who would also be forcefully doing it, but maybe the other person would actually be aware that they're slowly dying. I don't know, the, the circumstances of Ruby is weird where I'm not 100% sure he's slowly dying. I just, all the hints suggest that he is. Yeah, he is essentially dying in Ruby. Like and no one's addressing he's it. He's more slowly <laughs> being consumed and fused with someone else where he's not exactly dying, but he is changing to a point where he might as well be dead. Yeah. Ruby's really dark, if you think about it too much. It is. I mean, you don't need to think about it that much at all. It's just yeah. dark Well, that, I feel like that element is a lot darker than people. People aren't talking about that element enough, in my opinion. It gets brushed over a lot. Anyway, back to uh, the soul transfer thing. Back to the podcast. So, <laughs> um, what do we want to go with? So... It, there's just got to be a reason for them to transfer their soul over. So, yeah, I think the idea that it's it maybe has to be transferred into either another person or another animal and it lays dormant inside that animal or person until the other body is killed, in which case it, like, turns on and then they get possessed. And then they can do it again and again and again and they can keep body hopping. So the goal is to find not only the person... In order to kill this person, you then have to not just find the person. You have to find the thing they binded their soul to and kill them both. Yes. And actually, you could just kill the thing that they bound their soul to. Well, then they could just bind their soul to something else. Could I they? I don't know. Is it, or I, is the soul... I, the way I was thinking w that it would work is so long as you've passed your soul on to a different container, essentially, then it, does, then, uh, it doesn't matter if you killed the previous container. All that matters is you kill the one with the soul in it. I guess that's, that would be correct, yeah. Yeah, because the, the idea is the soul is the source of life. Yeah. And uh, that's what's allowing the original body to keep going. Yeah. It's just now you've made a weird long-distance relationship with the body. That can ease. If the body shuts down, that's fine. Yeah, you just, just take on a new body. Yes. Which, you know, means that people might be more willing to take on at being hosts if they assume the other person's not actually going to ever die. Uh, now you get some interesting bounty hunter scenarios. Yeah, trying to figure out who's the people that this person's close to who might trust with their soul trying to kill them. So now I'm wondering, if you were to, say, have uh, a world that's, like, plagued by war, and you've got two armies going up against each other, and they've tethered their souls to animals, let's say, like, uh, thousands of the bodies die, and but the souls survive in animals. Do those animals then return with the original human souls to uh, the kingdoms and then transfer their souls again to other animals. And now you have an armies of animals. Is going that what happened? Like these were just two things of people, but now I think that could happen. You just have a bunch of random animals that seem human, like so human, like, and then you could have a third, like little village that was out of the loop. And these people come to these towns and they get confused why they're all animals. And they tell the story of how they've transferred their souls and fought. And now, and so, now they're just stuck in animal bodies. So just to make things easier for like communication and stuff, 
are we going to say that your ability for speech comes from your soul and not the body in this world? Because, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure tigers and elephants don't have human vocal cords. I am as well, but I think for the sake of the story, we could say it comes from the soul and that's an ability the soul gives. We're just making all kinds of things up with souls. Souls are interesting things that have a lot of potential both in this world and in the imaginary ones. Yes. Do we want to say that this is... We got to figure out how does one transfer a soul from a, one body to another because we need to figure out, like, is this going to be available to everyone? Is this a military thing, kingdom thing? Is there some sort of magical stone that does it? Is there a spell? Is, <laughs> no more stones. Is it lightning <laughs> that strikes from the sky? Do you have to be struck by a lightning? We've done that already. Two? Strike two uh, creatures with lightning at the same time to cause the soul to move from one to the other. I like the idea of something transferring it over to one to the other. I don't think it should be lightning. Probably not. Because lightning goes from sky to person and then sky to person. And I, I don't think yeah, that connection is the, the same. The uh, cloud is the middleman. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just don't think that's just as clean as a transition as you would want for to make sure that your soul gets to the other person in one piece. I mean, have you ever heard of a broken soul? Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's what we're going for here. <laughs> like that's, that's another world-building question we can address later is the idea of failed transfers or messed up ones. But maybe first we should figure out how it actually works. All right. So if we were to have a scenario where there's like, a kingdom that's out of the loop, that would be something that is sort of region-based, where it's like this specific kingdom or set of kingdoms or towns mm -hmm. or whatever have this ability which means it would probably be one specific location like say a magical lake mm. or um a giant rock that, that just cannot be moved i think there's also the idea we have to keep in mind is the fact that they're trying to transfer it to animals and these animals are wild animals so it has to be something where they could i don't know either they have to knock the animal out possibly or you're working with animals, so it has to be something that makes that not impossible. They pr I imagine they probably either breed or trap animals for, for this process. But I, I wouldn't want that. I would want, like, a proper wild animal that can hunt and knows what it's doing. But at the same time, that's so risky. Animals are so risky. Because yeah. imagine if you, did, you, you decide to do a tiger and then it just gets a disease and dies and then suddenly you die. Like you could just drop dead randomly when yeah. you and also animals have animals have a less of a lifespan, a lot of these guys than humans do. So not only are you doing that, you're sacrificing so many years of your life with the risk that you might die a more which is why I think human to human transfer would be more popular. Because another story idea you could have is you could have the same people having lived for generations and generations because they have kids and they do the transfer. And then whenever they die of old age or whatever, they just take over their kids' bodies. And they've been doing it for so long, they don't even, like, feel anything about the fact that they're snuffing out young life to keep their life going for century after century. And then if you have a kid that protests against this but stuck with their father's soul and wants to get it removed somehow, so that way they don't die when their dad dies, that's another interesting story. Ooh. That, that is some heavy conflict. Yeah. Like, I wanted the soul out, but it means killing my father. But also, if my father dies at any moment, I die because my father's soul will then take over. Or worse, or at one point, you finally have 
someone who had a kid and at first they didn't care. They've had a bunch of kids, but there's something about this kid that's special to them. And then they have regret about putting their soul inside this child. And now they want to remove their soul and either put it back in themselves or even kill it just so they can give this child a chance. And now they're on a movement to convince everyone else to do the same, being like, hey, maybe they've messed up the world because usually if you live longer, you, you've got longer time to mess things up. I don't know, but they're like, we need to give these younger generations a chance and we need to let go. Yeah, this is where you would have to question if this is willing participation, because if it's unwilling then every and it's something that anybody can just do, then it's a lot of people going and I imagine there's a lot of transfers constantly. Yeah. But if it's or they would have to have some sort of government in place that's capturing them and forcing well, transfers. Well, again, if it's the children... Like, maybe it has to be within the bloodline. Like, you can only do it to someone you're related to. I don't know. Like, because that, to me, removes a lot of possibilities with the whole animal thing. Yeah. And You want animal transfers. Yeah, and also souls. I just don't... You don't think they're blood... I can blood kind of see it working with the bloodline thing. But also, I just really like the idea of uh, having... <laughs> An entire town of animals that were once humans who have now transferred their souls because they all went to fight in a war. Yeah. I thought this is an interesting concept of being like a worldwide phenomenon that can happen. Because then you have these various towns with their conflicts. You have ones where it's been the same people running the town for centuries and centuries just because they kill off their children essentially so they can keep living. Or you have this animal-based town where they just jump between animal and animal and they're raising their next bodies in very safe areas, and they transfer their souls over to be careful. Uh, and then they can be as wild or crazy. You could, and then they can be as wild and crazy and do adventurous things, or they could be war-hungry people, or animals, that go around murdering other things. But then, uh, and then you could have other towns where it's considered like a very dark, evil magic, and it's forbidden. But you have people who secretly do it, and then you have governments that are hunting down those people, and the punishment is both you and the the soul color gets killed so whoever you transfer the soul to both you get killed so you have bounty hunters who are hunting for those who have been had souls transferred into them for safekeeping i think this is where we again need to figure out how the souls are being transferred so we can figure out who all is doing this uh and are there any restrictions etc so one of the ideas that i've thought of is just magical lake with magic water maybe with some sort of god or goddess of the lake that people go to to have this done. The brother feels like she could say no. And that's... I don't think we want that. I don't think we want some goddess coming in and saying no. Because then we have to world build her. And she'll have a lot of say in what happens and the impact. And I don't think she'd be happy with... I don't know how... I, I, I mean, I guess it depends on the goddess. Like, it could be a goddess who just doesn't care. Or just wants sacrifices. So as long as you pay your due, you can transfer your soul. She doesn't care as long as she's being worshipped. What if part of the cost of the transfer, like a sacrifice you want, is say an eighth of your soul? And so you can only transfer so many times before your soul belongs to her. Yeah, and then I guess she just has soul servants. And maybe... After, as she slowly takes parts of your soul, maybe people begin to lose their humanity. And with each transfer into, say, an animal, 
they might take on more characteristics of that animal and become less human like like the first it's transfer into an animal they may be like fully human except for the fact that they're in an animal's body well, that but, would be interesting because if you she takes one eighth of your soul and you transfer that means that you're going to take on one eighth of whatever you transfer soul yes but that also means that people could still technically do it forever because it's just your soul is not going to be the same as when you start when like 20 tra soul transfers down the line. Oh, no, you're I, just I like a different person. like one eighth of like, uh, let's say a pizza slice. There's eight pizza slices total yeah. and she's taking one full pizza slice each time. Yes. But now when, but what happens if you get transferred in a soul and that you kill seven eighths of that soul, but the one eighth that you didn't kill just gets inserted and you have a full pizza again. Oh, you mean what happens when she fully takes the soul? No, like what happens if you decide you transfer over? So she takes her one eighth, your seventh eighth goes inside this bear. When you go into that bear, you destroy that bear's soul, except for one eighth of the bear soul, which then fuses in with your seven eighth to make a whole soul. So you're now one eighth bear. Yes. Which means in that idea, you could just keep doing that, at, but now you're just a whole pizza again. Which means when she takes one eighth, she might be taking a bit like one twentieth of the bear and then whatever amount of yours. And then over well, time, you just mesh until what, you just lose yourself into all these different personalities. Okay, so I was thinking it would be more like um, when you when you transfer the soul, uh, it's like, say, let's, let's say you had uh, seven eighths of a pepperoni pizza transferred over to a pineapple pizza and now one eighth is a pineapple pizza when you do the transfer again you're only moving the pepperoni okay so you're only moving the human parts the entire time so the bear so part just dies the bear part just dies or but the bear, now or the bear continues to roam maybe the bear well i mean the bear's dead like, already like that's what had to happen the bear had to you, you lose the body so the one eighth dies so this yeah. that means when you transfer over you're losing two eighths you then gain two eighths of whatever you fuse into with or because the bear still has that little bit left, the bear might be able to continue uh, living on. Well, no, no, no. The body's dead. Like, you have to die in order All right, to get... Yeah, we don't necessarily have to die. You can just leap from one body to another, and the previous body can continue living on. Because that's the yeah, idea of but going the, to war I, with yeah, your body. But, and... Yeah, but I also thought it was you only fully fuse with the soul transfer once the old body dies. So your whole you can so what happens is Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that means that currently there's seven eighths of a person living in that bear and there's a full bear in there. And the full bear is kind of in control just holding onto your soul for you. Yes. Uh which is why it's the danger of having a wild animal do it. Uh but then suddenly that person dies in war. Uh and then that's your soul takes full control except for one eighth of the bear, and now you're seven eighths, and now you're fully in control of the bear. Yeah, I mean, it's not so much that you don't take control of that uh, one eighth of the bear; it's more you become one eighth. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you become one eighth bear, seven eighths human. Yes. And the, every time you transfer, like if you go from bear to wolf, you suddenly become uh, one quarter wolf, but three quarters human. Then you go to uh, bird, and you're now three eighths bird and it's and uh so on just keeps until like, eventually you're transfer not transfer between each other it's only yeah that makes more sense yeah I, and then if you become uh say only one eighth human and seven eighths animal 
at that point, uh, there would be such little humanity left that they probably you would probably not even be able to speak at that point. And at that point, I feel like once you die, she can just come and collect that last eighth of the soul. Yeah, like like at that point, you might have lost so much humanity that that the average person can't even tell whether or not you are partially human within that animal, and then might just hunt you. Yeah, which would make it just an interesting if it. It's also a very fascinating dynamic for human to human transfer, because now you could have your father's soul, but if your father has bounced around, is now only one eighth. You just have one eighth of it. So technically you're more you than your dad at that point still, because you have more of your soul left. But now you have just like a part of your dad with you. You just take on a few of his characteristics, but at the end you're still you're still mostly you. Okay. So you have a person who has one out in the gamble. So like the father took over the son, but he only had two let's say two ace of himself take over the son. So you're still majorly the son with just a little bit of your father in you. Now that person, the son, wants to go and transfer his soul over. The question is, does he technically, does he have a full soul? Or because the father took over two pieces of it, can he only give away whatever that, that math, <laughs> the last little bit of his soul? Has he already just forfeited two pieces of his soul so he could have his, keep his father's soul? So I'm thinking that maybe when, uh, maybe when you transfer... <laughs> A soul to another body that already has a soul then the original soul possibly does not leave the body mm -hmm. it's just that whatever fraction there that you needed to take over it's still there it's just sort of moved out of the way and loses all control it's dormant okay so if you uh say take over half of a bear's soul or half of your son's soul or whatever you're you're uh, have half and half perfectly but then as soon as the person who came in leaves and uh, goes to a different body, the original half of the body comes back. The dormant half now returns and becomes a whole soul again. So for the first, so this makes it seem like for your original body, you had, you maintained control of that body despite the fact your soul was out of it. But that seems to suggest that if you were to transfer souls a second time, it's a full transfer. You just leave. You don't get to keep control of the body you were originally in because their soul then gets to take back over, which I think kind of kills a lot of the conflict because now suddenly a child saying, yeah, my dad can possess me for a while if he dies in war because I know he'll, the first thing he'll do is go transfer himself into maybe like a dead body that's still well-preserved that doesn't have a soul anymore that he has full control of and then I'll be okay again and I'll come back. And that's like all the conflict of taking on the possession just gone. Because, yeah. like, wouldn't you be willing to say, you know what, my dad can have my body for three months if it means I get to keep my dad for many, many years afterwards without any real harm done to me? Like, if you love someone enough, that's not that big of a sacrifice compared to I'm willing to take on your soul knowing if you die, I'm going to die so you can keep living. That's a big sacrifice. Yeah, okay, so perhaps it would... <laughs> Perhaps it's better to make it so it actually destroys the soul of yeah, the Yeah, I think over. it might have to. And it means when your soul transfers out, you still have control of that part of the, the body. So it's another, it goes dormant somewhere else and it's still controlling this body. Like, that just continues on. Okay. Yeah, we can go with that. Just because just suddenly it just becomes like a little, you lose three months of your life versus 
you're making the biggest sacrifice because you care about someone or you're being forced to make a huge fa sacrifice against your will. Yeah. But now I feel like we should uh, establish this uh, goddess that you're giving an eighth of your soul to. Like, what does she do with the souls once you've given your whole soul to her? Because what I'm thinking is maybe if you were, maybe part of the ideal is like if you die, um, even if you still have like say half your soul left, if that soul is uh, killed or gotten rid of, or like the body that it's inhabiting is killed, she gets the whole soul. That's part so of the So even if you give away one eighth, what you really are is saying, when I eventually I die, you get all of it. Yes. What does she do with these souls? I don't know. It's got to be something she's kind of keeping under the wraps. Because if it's horror, I mean, it depends. I, I She's got to be a horrible goddess, right? Like, she's got to be a master evil villain. Like, Yeah, like, is she <laughs> saving them for... Like, is she sending them to some sort of afterlife, an underworld? Is she, uh, is she is building she, up her own yeah, army to gonna, take over the entire world? Is there, like, some sort of spiritual realm where there is some sort of war happening that she says, okay, once you're done in uh, this world, you're going to go and fight for me? Because that just adds on to this. That's like a whole, that's two worlds in one we got to build now. <laughs> I know, it feels like we're starting this really epic, like, 20-season series, starting with this one person who's... Uh, we're building a Doctor Who series. <laughs> There's one person who transfers from life to life to life, and then he finally dies, right? Last soul's gone. Everyone's like, we're 10 seasons in. We're done. He's dead. And then suddenly the goddess reappears and takes him to the afterlife. And now he has this other epic battle thing he could do. And we're like, and we've got another five seasons to go, people. <laughs> You'll never leave us. That's that, what I feel like we're making right now. And this is where you can suddenly introduce 10 other gods that are like, yes, we'll take your soul when we're, you're done over here and we'll send you over to this place. And then you've got the one where it's just like, oh, well, now you're in a battle where your soul could be completely destroyed. Mwahaha, big risks where you could actually die this time. But no, not really, because there's some sort of uh, weird magic that'll fix it. And this series will never end. This is what this feels like. I feel like we're just making the next Doctor Who, but fantasy. I hated that last step. The doctor who was like the final doctor and supposed to die and then came back. That was the day I quit watching Doctor Who. I feel like that would be me in this series. I'd watch, he's been, his soul's been split a bunch and suddenly it gets transferred into the afterlife and I'm like, ah, okay, guys. I don't know. I guess if you make an entry, uh, the idea though of being like transferred into a ghost army, but you're still conscious of it. And suddenly you have like all your soul back. So you've been slowly turning more into either an animal or being mixed with people and like having these weird dynamics like each person is less and less you and more of the other character but suddenly you're now back to season one person in the afterlife yeah which i think is but this season one person has all the experiences of all those different versions of himself where i would say that even though you're only taking the eighth that was human that eighth could still be retain affected by yeah retain the memories which can have an effect on like the psyche and uh the you know, you know, the personality of the human. So, because he's still, because li lived experiences will change a person. Yeah. Including, you know, that one eighth of the soul that he has left. And so that, it could mean that you don't end up with season one person. You end up with a, with a. Still, very confused yeah, season very confused A person season who person. feels like, like, refer like a, you, you have season one who just watched season two through eight on TV and is now just confused. Yeah, I think he's, at this point... You still get, like, a different version of the same character each 
season, depending also who he transfers over to, which I think is... And if you throw an animal there for, like, say that's, like, the shortest season, like, for, for one season, he was a bear for one of his lives or something, and then he still has, like, the bear aspect of him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like the, the bear aspect of him would probably be... I don't know, craving for berries, maybe? <laughs> fish. Uh, for fish. I think you can learn a lot from a bear uh, and like a bear fat. Like you've seen brother bear. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what, what sort of characteristics would a human take on from the bears? If I mean, he also still has his memories of being a bear and what it means to be yeah. a bear. And we could have like a whole kingdom of the forest dynamic and how he, and maybe he learned to communicate with animals a bit better. And now he could talk to bears. Maybe he can talk to bears. I don't think he could, could talk to bears, but he can maybe understand. He understands bears. Yeah. Bears. Yeah. Like, yeah, he can, you know, read their body language and all that. Yeah. And Take so, spirit animal to a new level. Yes. That's essentially more what happens. Yeah. So and this kind of suggests, though, that this isn't as common as a thing. I, I mean, if you want this storyline, it shouldn't be as common. Like, this is, I don't know, a goddess going around looking for the perfect warriors that she gets to promise gets to live forever. Like, she's toning an army now. She doesn't want just any person in her army. She wants true warriors who are going to pick people who are going to make them even better warriors or animals that will make them even better warriors each stage. So when the person has gone through their eight lives and is now her fully her soldier, she has like a fully an eight lived person who has all these experiences and training montages and life experiences who's forced to fight for her. She's building, she's not building an army. She's really building up an elite soul force yeah she's like literally everyone in her army at that point would just be the strongest warriors imaginable which is kind of, which is a really cool like you follow <laughs> this season and then all of a sudden you've got this guy who's put in with like 20 like i don't know we could keep it small so he's like the sixth member she's taken over like she kind of dedicates herself to one or two people along the way she she might have like she won't have many and then you now have this elite task force who's being tasked by this goddess that he's been serving on earth and now is serving in the afterlife to take out a god or something like that and now you have that as your season but then you know there's soul trades going around in the afterlife as well and trying to figure that out or he's realizing he comes across like say the last person who the first person he took over who he took over the majority of only kept like one eighth of them he's he comes across their full soul here and then realizes like that that could be a very psychologically damaging thing if you come across the person who you murdered to stay alive uh, in the afterlife. This yeah. is a cool TV show. I'm actually getting really yeah, excited I, about the idea. I like. I actually do really like this idea. I feel like this could be easily done really, really wrong, though, which is what would concern me about this. Yeah, it could go the route of Doctor Who, which would make me want to rage quit. But yeah. I think though, if you set it up right. And maybe if you keep it like one season per body or maybe even two, like the animal, like you have two animal season, animals in like one season just for the funsies of it. Yeah. So like in by season eight, you're in the afterlife part already. And then they defeat the god and somehow, somehow, some way this character has to find eternal rest and the series can end. So I feel like at this point we would need to start world building the afterlife, this goddess, who she's fighting, what, what is her plan with this massive army? Is it's this not an a army anymore. It was we want to continue next week? Oh. And we can now world build the afterlife. I would be up for that. 
Yeah, yeah make it a two-parter. Yeah, we were running out of time to <laughs> world build this the world. We, we've already done, like, the whole overworld thing with uh, all the soul transfers. You've got that all established. Now we have to world build this afterlife What and the goddess and any other gods that may be showing up. And the who, elite task force that he's joining yes. along. And who it is that she's fighting. Yeah. What is the purpose of this ridiculously powerful army? That she's willing to dedicate eight lifetimes just to get one person for. Depends like, on the length of life of the things that true. they're inhabiting. It could be that, that they all inhabited insects and they did not last long. <laughs> I, I doubt that. that it would part. be like an emergency transfer at that point. Is you had no other creatures nearby. Beetle. Honestly, though, that'd be funny. That, that could be like one of the main characters. If you need to shorten it a season and you, it, you need the main character to... Uh, waste a life. A life. Yeah, yeah, waste a life. It's like Beetle. Yes. And then he goes and finds. And uh, then the goddess stronger. probably comes to her, him and be like, seriously? Yes, the goddess seriously? is just like, what are you doing? This is not. Now you have like a snarky <laughs> goddess who gets to follow around this companion and like guide him on his journey and training and stuff and like suggest people for him to take over and give and stuff like that. Well, is this a goddess that can be in more than one place at once? Because she's going to be going to a lot of different warriors. It depends how many she's like cooking up. I imagine there's a lot that she'd be cooking up because you were talking about a big army here. I don't know if and she is going for a big army or if like elite tax force is more of her goal. Well, I think the idea is that everyone in her army would be elite. And yeah. that's why she's going around selecting the best warriors, people who want to be warriors and would choose the strongest uh, mm. animals to transfer into. That's true. And so I think she would be, she would not be spending that much time with this person individually. But she would be every able to pop in. Yeah, every once yeah. in a while she might pop in. Because but she wants spending... to make sure he's doing what she needs him to do. Like, if he yeah. comes in and he's just lounging around on the beach enjoying life number five, she's going to be like, uh, n no, no, this is not what I, no, go work out. Go, go learn skills and stuff. Like, don't waste. Yeah. But most of the time she's going to either be uh, seeking out new warriors or managing her uh, army in the afterlife. Yes. Whatever that looks like. Yes. Which we will world build next week. Sounds good. So we're going to end it here then? Yes, we are. All right. Then I guess we will say goodbye and we'll, we'll be back next week where we'll get to world build some gods. Goodbye. Bye.